Attention, this is not legal advice. If you are experiencing a legal emergency, contact an attorney or your local public defender's office. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Gin and Justice. talk about justice hey i'm justine and i'm amanda welcome to another legal brief with gin and justice this week we drove (laughs) around the state we went on an adventure we went on an adventure to bring you um some awareness we went to a presentation put on by florida cares and fam to raise awareness about the conditions in florida prisons and often there are conditions that are experienced in prisons around the country not just in florida Florida can be particularly egregious because a lot of the prisons do not have air conditioning or their air conditioning units are often broken. So this particular experience was to, it was a mock prison cell. Um, It was the same size as a prison cell, made up of the same materials as a prison cell. And it had no air conditioning. No air conditioning. And so we drove and we did this beat the heat challenge. Um, And we met some wonderful people while we were there. That we're putting on the event. Yeah. So here we are in the prison cell. challenge we are about to step into a mock prison cell this event is put on by fam and florida cares to raise awareness about the conditions within florida prisons because guys some of them don't have air conditioning and when they do have air conditioning it breaks down often so we're sitting in my car right now and it says it's 95 degrees outside right we're in st petersburg florida 95 degrees we're going to give you live updates from inside the mock prison cell all right, guys, we have just started the Beat the Heat Challenge. We are inside the mock prison cell. How big would you say this is? Uh, six by up to here is ten. Ten. Six by ten. There's two bunks, which look very uncomfortable. I'll test it out. I'll watch it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awful. How would your back feel on that? <laughs> I wouldn't be able to walk. Right. Wow. Spending years and years and years right. on, on that. Right. And we have a thermostat in here. It is 95 degrees in here, although let's say it's 102. It was as high as 102 today, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh my God. And so we have the door shut. We're going to see how hot it gets. <laughs> wow. So I feel like this is going to be the longest. like this. Yeah. Flat-footed people, they have no um, arch support in them at all. 
yeah, the commissary is expensive. Mm -hmm. But if you don't buy commissary, you certainly don't get fed enough. Right. Well, the quality of food is something. I was going to say, we've had many people on that have let us know how terrible it is. I can attest firsthand to how terrible it is. Oh, boy. I wonder how much the ramen is, because I know it's 44 cents in the outside world. (laughs) It's almost a dollar from what I understand now. Oh, my goodness. It was, I believe, 82 cents when I left three years ago. Oh, my goodness. So it's um, it's getting up there. And so everything in here is from the same corporation that supplies DOC. Yes, it was all purchased from the same corporation um, that the Department of Corrections purchases from, which is uh, Pride. They're a nonprofit um, corporation that they have warehouse. They have some buildings on different facilities, um, like at Lowell and Marion. It's a sewing factory. Mm. So they work on the uniforms in those two factories. If you go down to Homestead, they do eyeglasses. Um, So all the incarcerated people's eyeglasses and lenses are made down there. Then they have, you know, different facilities that do um, different things. And then... um, And the prisoners are making it? Yes. Okay. So I can tell you at the Pride Factory, where I worked, Mm -hmm. um, you start at 20 cents an hour. And at the time, the maximum you could make is 55 cents. And it takes five years to get there. Yeah, slave labor. Exactly. Oh, it's it's same as slave labor. Taking care of the compound. Imagine wearing that uniform with a t-shirt underneath it and you're mowing, pushing a mower for hours. I'm already sweating profusely. I cannot believe that we allow people to live like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pushing a mower for hours, wearing that uniform, those boots. Especially, too, and it's something we remind people of a lot on Gin and Justice, is a lot of people in prison are in because they have an addiction. It's a disease, and this is how we are treating people, and it's no wonder that it's such a raging epidemic in our country. Well, because they don't, they don't treat the addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, the Department of Corrections has become the Department of Warehousing, mm-hmm. and um, that's where it's at. They don't do anything for rehabilitation. I know their sign is care, custody, and control. Um, but uh, DOC care, sign, yes. care, custody, and control. But the uh, majority of the people that work there just don't care, even though it's the first word in democracy. And there you have it, guys. That was Amanda and I's experience in the Beat the Heat Challenge in the mock Florida prison cell. In case you were wondering, we were talking to a wonderful volunteer named Lorette, and she was kind of giving us the ins and outs of the Florida prison system. And uh, Lorette is a volunteer with Florida Cares. Florida Cares is an organization dedicated to improving the lives of the incarcerated. They're active in Tallahassee trying to get laws changed. They create really awesome programs to help families, um, including the after-school project. They were telling us, she was telling us about this backpack program where um, an incarcerated person can send them an application uh, for their child to get a backpack. And Florida Cares will put together a backpack with school supplies and also a letter from their parent and send it to that child and make it look like it came from the parent. So she tells us a little bit about that here. It's done to bridge the gap between the parent and the child. And in order for the, once the application comes back, in order for it to continue through the process, um, the parent must 
write a handwritten note to their child. Um, and then we also do that at the holiday times as well. That's and, so sweet. You know, we um, make it look like mom or dad sent this, not not an organization. So that means a lot to a that's child. Amazing. Well, it means a lot to a child, and that strictly, you know, that relies all on donations. Um, Where can and, people donate? I'm sorry. Where can people donate? Um, well, we have a wish list on Amazon and Walmart and Target. Um, but at this point, where we're at right now, um, the best would be to donate. Um, we have a cash app, um, PayPal, or um, directly to Florida Cares at their P.O. Box, which is 211174, Palm Beach, Florida. Always forget the zip code, 33421. Um, that, you know, because um, next week, I will be over in Palm Beach the whole week, and I will Florida be- Cares also helps families of incarcerated navigate the legal side of it. Yeah, which, as we know, is very complicated. Very. <laughs> Even for some of us that work in legal. <laughs> yeah, and one of the, actually, one of the volunteers that we met there had gotten involved with Florida Cares because her husband is incarcerated, and we were asking her- you know, how much it costs for her to keep in contact with her husband. And I think she says on average, she pays $300 a month just to keep in contact with him. Yeah, she was saying she had to get a second job just to be able to talk to her husband. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it just kind of follows up to our point that we made a couple episodes ago that something that needs to be taken into account is this also impacts the families, not just the people who are, you know, quote unquote, being punished for a crime, but it also impacts their families and punishes them as well. Right. We also met another volunteer named Deborah who works with Walking in the Light Prison Ministries. Yeah, she was great. She was amazing. We are going to try really hard to get her on the show, guys. We apologize for the wind. We were kind of out by the road, but hopefully we'll be able to get her on the show and share her story. Here she is talking a little bit about how she got involved in the prisons. The first time that I went in, I didn't know what to expect. And I found people that were more like me than not. And I never looked back. I think I'm going to get involved with doing juvenile detention now. Oh, wow. So this is what our guys want to do is prevent it. Because they, these men would make more of an impression on a schoolyard than a prison yard any day of the week. And so now somehow we're going to facilitate Everyone that I've met through my five years has all been some drug related. It's not like they just woke up and said, you know, they were chasing the they were chasing the drug. And, you know, it's the same thing. Even like my first newsletter went in because I'm all about full disclosure. When I went in there, the one thing I learned, life is too short. I don't need to do the fluff. It was like, Miss Deb, can you help me? And I'm like, what do you say? You know, and I always would pray before I walked through those gates. I'm like, just help me be a comfort. And there you have it, folks. Now you have other organizations uh, finding the same problems that we are here on Gin and Justice, from the length of sentences to the amount of money these companies are making, profiting off of prisoners and their families, and seeing most people having an addiction that are in the prison system. It's so sad. So we want to thank the organizations that put on this event, Beat the Heat Challenge, and that was Families Against Mandatory Minimums, or FAM, which you've heard about on Gin and Justice before, and 
Florida Cares, and you can go to their website, floridacarescharity.org, if you want to donate to that backpack project. Or any of their other projects that are happening. (laughs) Absolutely. And we will see you next time on Gin and Justice. Bye. All editing for Gin and Justice done by Gin and Justice Podcast. Artwork by Justin Cardone. Photography by Kimber Schwakey. We'll see you next time on Gin and Justice.